What is up, Wholesale to Moon family? Today, I got another subscriber first wholesale deal in the review. Um, Effin just closed his first wholesale deal from cold calling for $10,000. Obviously, he's going to share with you guys everything that got him that first deal. So make sure you get your pen, your paper ready, take some notes. But remember, nothing work if you don't. So welcome, my man, Effin. What's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going, Kang? Hey, dude, first off, man, thank you so much for taking your time to jump on to do this with me, man. But I'm ready to drop some bomb. Are you, dude? Hell yeah, I am. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, uh, so first off, man, um, just, just a little bit about yourself, man, and then how you got into the whole wholesaling game, dude. Yeah, of course. So uh, my name is Effin Damerville, but I tell people just call me Effin because it's a lot easier than my name. Yeah. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur for a couple of years now. I started doing SMMA, which is social media marketing. But that market got so saturated that I kind of kind of got sick of it and I got out of it. And then uh, about a year ago, I started doing Airbnb, so short-term rental, rental arbitrage with my business partner, who we live in the same house. He pretty much moved in with me and my other roommate. Um, everyone who lives here is an entrepreneur. My other roommate is a stock trader. He owns a trucking company. And I always wanted to get into real estate. So when I met him, I actually came across wholesaling, but I didn't start doing it yet. Okay. I was just looking into it. How did I come across it? TikTok. On TikTok, I was just scrolling. I was bored. And then I came across some videos. And you were actually one of those videos that I saw. And you were talking <laughs> about wholesaling. Oh, here's how you do this yep. thing. You find a property, you put on the contract, and then you just give it to another, you know, up to a buyer. I'm like, yep. this sounds simple. This makes sense. So why don't I just give it a shot? It took me a very long time to actually go ahead and try doing it. But at the end of the day, I actually started doing it. And unlike most people, which I saw in the comments, I don't know why it is, but there's a lot of people that are very negative. Yep. I say, oh, this doesn't work. This is fake. This is crap. Yep. But I've I've never been that way. So I saw that. I'm like, yeah, it's, it makes sense. There's, why not? And then it's very simple because even you, you give people free contracts, free scripts and all that. So I took advantage of as much information as, as much information as I could. And about three months ago, I actually started actually going wholesaling and going hard on it. And it's actually two deals, not three. Oh, OK. Was, yeah, it was three deals. Sorry, two deals and I have another one under contract. Okay. Is that one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, like, man, those people, like, there are people in the comments, man, that I've seen that ruins a lot of people's dreams. Because, yeah. they, you know, it could be a 13-year-old boy behind the computer just punching in everything. Scam, scam, don't work, scam, right. don't work. Right. And listen, man, the people that even, uh, you know, even adults, right? Mm -hmm. They never tried it, never put in the work, Right. They try for a week or two weeks or 30 days, and then they mm -hmm. quit, and then they tell you how it's how it doesn't work. Exactly. That's exactly you, what it is. And then you read those comments, and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, okay. Well, it's a scam. It doesn't work. Boom. You know? Exactly. And then you don't do it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Exactly how it is. But with me, um, I've always said if something doesn't work, because I've learned it that way, if something doesn't work, it's my fault. Because there's a lot of people doing making money with something. If I'm not making money and there are people making money, it's my fault. It's not the thing that doesn't work. It's just me. I'm not working enough. <laughs> I love it, man. Listen, I know from my personal experience, man, most successful people that I meet, it's always they take full responsibility. Mm -hmm. Like They don't blame on anything, man. They make money, right? It's them. Right. They lose money, it's them. The team don't work out, it's them, right? Like they never point fingers and blame on other circumstances or things, the economy, the president. Like, dude, true entrepreneur, true hustler. They always find a way, dude, to get that money. That's all they do, right? 
Exactly. 100%. You can't blame people. You got to find a way and make it work. If it doesn't work, you're the one that's not working. It's not the thing. Woo! Okay. FM man, let's jump into it, man. Let's talk. Let's break down your first wholesale deal, man. And I want to know how long it take you to actually get your first deal. The reason I ask most people that I bring on for the first uh, first deal, I always ask that question because I want people to understand that this is not a get rich quick. Like, you're not going to jump into something new with no knowledge, no experience, no connections. Like, nobody takes you by your hand and tell you what to do. Like, you have no leverage, right? Right. Like, I'm, ta I'm talking about people that are starting from the bottom. Like, most of us don't have aunt, uncle or friends or family members that can mentor us, that can say, hey, I got this list here cold call for me. I'll help you put it under contract. Hey, I got the buyers already lined up for you. Once you get the deal, dude, it makes it so much easier that way. Right. But most yeah. of us, we don't, right. We started from the bottom and we try to figure uh, things out as we go along. So I want people to understand that this is not a get rich quick, man. Right. It takes time because you got to educate yourself. Then you got to put in the work. You go through the try and the air. Right. And then you try and figure this out. All right, dude. So when do you start? Perfect. So I started looking into wholesaling for about a year. I was just looking at it. wasn't okay. getting it. And then this year, uh, I started around January. I'm like, I'm going to go hard. I'm going to do wholesaling. It took me a little bit of time just learning some more information, right? Yep. But here's the thing that, that I think most people watching should take into consideration. It's not about how much information you have. It's about what you do with that information. Mm. Because the thing with me is every everyone that knows about wholesaling, they already know everything that they need to do. Even if they just saw one video on TikTok, for example, one of your videos, you say, go drive for a dollar, yep. put that property under contract, and then find a buyer on Facebook group, for example. You literally tell them exactly what to do, right? You don't need more information. What you need to do is take more action. So that was the thing with me. So I think I started around March actually going serious. February, around February, I started going serious into wholesaling. Yes, it was uh, it was February. Okay. Um, I went to a thing with some of my friends because it was a friend of mine's birthday, I think it was. And I've always known other entrepreneurs. So some guy told me, hey, I have a friend of mine that does wholesaling. He makes 100 grand a month. I'm like, oh, crap. Can you put me in contact with him? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll put you in a group chat. Put me in a group chat. The guy said, yeah, I'll be happy to hop on a call with you. And here's the thing. I hopped on a call with him the next day. Every single thing that he told me, I already knew. He didn't tell me anything new that I didn't know. He said, just get a prop stream, pull a list, and then just call the list. And you'll get your first deal, put it on the contract, and then just sell it. So I didn't learn anything new. It's just simple information that, you know, I kind of needed that reassurance. So for mm. a lot of people, you already know what you already need to know. You don't need more information. So just go ahead and start doing that. So he told me he started with a VA. I already knew that I wanted to get a VA because I didn't want to make the cold calls. So um, I went to a bunch of Facebook groups that I joined of people who are wholesaling. And I saw someone that mentioned, hey, I got a VA. And my VA, I pay them like 3 or $4 an hour. Because that guy, his VA, the one that makes $100,000 a month that I they put me in contact with, his VA, he pays about $20, $25 an hour. I couldn't pay that. I'm like, I can't pay that. So I found that person. I'm like, hey, can you put me in contact with your VA company? He puts me, She puts me in contact. I get the VA. The VA starts cold calling. I go on PropStream and I pull multiple lists. The list where I found my first wholesale deal was tax delinquent. So I pull a tax delinquent list here in Tampa, Florida, which is where I'm based out of. And then I had the VA cold call. She started calling. She got multiple leads. And then I got one of them. And I got the email. I called him. I started talking to him. He's actually a, a, from the Dominican Republic. He speaks Spanish and English. I'm from the Dominican Republic, too. So I used that to also build rapport with him. I, I started speaking Spanish with him. I go over there and I meet up with him. Nice. And I put that property on the contract. Actually, 
when I put that property under contract, he wanted $210,000 for it. But that property was worth $240,000. But that property was turnkey. I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to put it under contract for that amount. I'm like, let's just do it. Let's put it under contract for $210,000. Put it under contract for $210,000. I started looking for buyers. I started looking for buyers. No one wants to buy for that much. I met a guy. He messaged me like, hey, man, um, I saw that deal that you have for sale, but I wouldn't be where you want me to be. So I don't want to just shoot a number to disrespect because, you know, it's our first deal together. I want you. I don't want you to have, you know, a wrong impression of me or that I'm like lowballing you. I'm like, yeah, no worries. And then a day after I messaged him, I'm like, hey, so how much would you be willing to pay for it? I think he said he would be willing to pay her from 170 to 180 for it. All right, all right, cool. So I go back to the guy. And I renegotiate with him. The seller, okay. The seller, yes. So I go back to the seller and I start talking to him. I'm like, hey, I talked to some of my buyers, to some of my clients that want to buy it. I have one guy that's willing to buy it. He's willing to close quick, pay all of the closing costs, and you'd be ready to move out. Also knew why he wanted. He wanted to move out so he can retire and go back to his country, to the Dominican Republic, and finish building his house because he has a bunch of land there. So I use that as motivation. I'm like, hey, this is enough money for you to do that, for you to go back to the Dominican Republic, buy something here, a trailer house, whatever, leave it here, you and your family. Actually, his wife didn't want to sell, but he wanted to sell, so he ended up selling. So I negotiated with him. I'm like, hey, this guy is willing to pay 160 but he was willing to pay 170 to 180 So for me, I'm like, he's willing to pay 180 So then he's like, no, I can't do that. It has to be at least 200 So I sit down there with him. I just let him talk, 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 talk. I don't say anything. And then he goes back. I can do like 180, but that would be the most 180. I'm like, give me a second. Let me call him. So I take my phone and I call my roommate and I pretend that I'm on the phone with the <laughs> I'm like, hey, so I have him here. He's willing to sell, but he says he needs you to be at 180. Can you do that? But my friend's not even talking on the phone. I'm like, hey, right. listen, he said he can do one, 165, but that would be the most. He's like, can you at least come up to 170? I act like I'm on the phone. Can you come up to 170? He's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, perfect. He said he can do 170. Ripped up the contract. I made him sign another one on site because I printed them and I made him sign it right then and there. So I have another contract for $170,000. And then I called the guy. I'm like, hey, I have the property. I'll assign it to you for $180,000. Would you take it? He's like, yes. And the reason why I did that is because two days before I read a book. The name of the book is If You Can't Wholesale After This, I've got nothing for you. It's actually on this book right here. I just got it from Amazon. Okay. And on the book, one of the chapters is like, hey, you're not looking for houses for you're not looking for buyers for houses. You're looking for houses for buyers. So you go, you find the buyer first and you know how much the buyer is willing to pay. And then you negotiate based off of that. And that's pretty much what I did. So I did that with him, got the property on the contract for 170. I signed it to him. That property took about three weeks to close. And then when the property closed, I realized that the guy ended up reassigning that property and made another twenty three thousand dollars on top of me. So I was what? Like, oh, crap. I could have sold it for more. Yeah. He ended up reassigning it. And who he reassigned it to was um what's the name of this company? I can't remember their name. Um so he sell to a hedge fund? No, it wasn't a hedge fund. There's this company, their their name, I can't remember their name, but sure. this company, they're pretty much wholesalers. So they double close on properties and then they right. reassign it. So they were one of those um big companies. They, so okay. That's what he yeah. did. So that company at the end of the day ended up closing on it too and reassigning it again. So probably to a hedge fund. So I'm like, there was a ton of money on that deal, but it was my first deal. I was like, damn, I could have made a lot more money from that deal. Wait, okay, dude. So let me break down this deal really quick. So what is the what's the actual ARV on the property? 
it was around 240 based on when I ran my numbers around. Oh, okay. So, so, so to me, I don't know. I don't understand. It, it got the ARV has to be more than 240 for mm -hmm. it to make sense. Yeah. Okay, okay. So how much does it cost to rehab the property? The property was turnkey. Oh, okay. So nothing Re no. ready to go. Ready to go. Yes. G got you. Okay. Okay. Now let's talk about, so you got under contract. So you renegotiate and got under, got under contract for how much? 170? 170. Mm -hmm. 170. Sold it for 180. 180. Correct. Got you. And the guy got it for 180, sold it over for how much? For He made $23,000 on top of me. So, so two, two, three, wait, two, two, three, two, three. Yeah. Two, And then you said after that, someone. That same company, that's what they do. They resold it to a hedge fund probably. Based so, on wait, so the guy, so the guy that bought it from you, assigned it to someone, uh, so someone for 203. And then mm -hmm. the guy that bought it for three, 203 assigned it again. Uh, he closed on it and right. he double closed on it. Correct. Much. Okay. Yeah, so double closed on it. So the guy, the, the guy, the, the guy that got it at two or three, do you mm -hmm. know how much he, he sold over to, uh, to the hedge fund for? I don't remember, but I think it was two twenty five. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Holy sh Okay. And now the property. So the deal on this one here is that, this is probably going to be a long-term rental or it could be an Airbnb. It's the only way that it'll make sense because yeah. obviously there's, there's no more meat in the bone um, for the end buyer, but the end buyer seems like he's going to rent. So how much can we rent this house out for? That house can easily rent for 2,500 a month. Is it? three? Ah, yeah. That's okay. See, I mean, that's the only reason why it will make sense. Mm -hmm. and, and that company that ended up double closing on it is called yep. new Western. I just remember the name. I don't know if new you Western. It. New Western. Yeah, they double closed on it. That's what they do. Got you. And then um, basic. OK, so this is the turnkey, which mm -hmm. did you know that? I mean, I am like ninety nine point nine percent sure that they turn into a rental. They definitely are going to or they definitely turn it into a rental. Got you. Yep. So for those of you who listen to me, there are company out there. What they do is that they focus on turnkey property. Here's what turnkey property means for those of you who's new. Turnkey property is that they buy property for investors, typically people out of it, it could be people from China, right? Like these right. people need these people, they got so much money that they need to park their money somewhere. And they mm -hmm. don't want they don't want to have anything to do with it. All right. So they hire these company, all right, that actually does turnkey property where they find the deal, they renovate the deal, they put the renter in there, they do everything for them. And all that, all, all, all these investors do is they just come up with the money to buy it. And they're willing to buy it retail. Some of them will buy even mm -hmm. more than retail, right? right? Depending on supply and demand. Right. Um, but a, a lot of them just want to unload and park their money in real estate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, so for those of you who don't know, hedge funds is the hedge funds, most majority of the time will pay you a lot more than regular investors uh, will do. All right. So, Finding hedge fund to work with, those are probably uh, very beneficial uh, yeah. for you guys uh, to do that. But here's something I want to talk about, uh, Efron, that since you brought this up, and for those of you who's watching, majority of wholesaler, right, tell you what I'm about to tell you, they tell you not to do because it's just ghost, it's just unethical. But I'm here to tell you that there's, there's way that you can do this. And the first to me, the quickest way for you to get your first deal is to actually do what Efron is doing. Is you need to reverse it and you need like 
basically you you turn a no deal into a deal. So Efron said, screw it, man. I, it's worth 240, but what the heck? I'll put it on a contract for 210 and then I'll work my way. And 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 I still do it to today. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we put the property in a contract and the number's off, and I will turn a no deal into a deal all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's something I want you guys to understand, though. Make sure when you decided to do something like this, that you're upfront with the seller, that let the seller know, hey, listen, you know, your price is really high. I can probably get my team or my partner to accept it. But I want to let you know that, you know, obviously there's going to, you know, my partner or my contractor will have to go out and look at the property. We'll make sure everything is good before we mm-hmm. move forward. And if there's if there's nothing wrong, we should be able to move forward. But if not, then I, I want to let you know that, you know, we have to look at the property and inspect the property, right? And if uh, if if somehow we find that there's a lot of repairs, we'll, we'll tell you what our new offer would be. So as long as you're upfront with the seller, like you're not pulling their leg, dragging them on, knowing that you're not like knowing that your number is completely off, that you're not going to be able to close on it. Like you don't want to do that. But if you can be upfront with the seller, like Efron did, he built rapport, built really good connections, right? With the seller. And to me, this is the quickest way you can get a deal in wholesaling. Right. Put the property under contract. If you, when you get on the phone with the seller, if you know that he or she is somewhat motivated to sell, mm-hmm. just lock it up on a contract. Market the deal out to the buyer. The buyer obviously going to tell you your whack is too is too high. Always, mm-hmm. like when I first got into real estate, when they a buyer tell me, "Hey, the number's not going to work," I never ask them, "Well, what will work for you?" I just mm-hmm. thought that, "Hey, it's not a deal," so I just move on to the next buyer. But always, you always want to ask them. So I understand Efron 210 won't work, but Efron did exactly just that. He called, he texted a guy back. He said, well, what will work for you? Now mm-hmm. you got a sell. Now you got a contract, which is now you got inventory. The next thing is now you need a buyer. You need a buyer. And the buyer come back and told Efron I would do between 170 to 180. So now he got someone that's ready to go, ready to buy. He go back and re- he obviously just renegotiates and make the deal work. To me, honestly, for those of you, if you're new, if you want to get Get over the hump because some of you are too scared to put a prop in a contract and, and you just can't get over that hump, that fear, because you feel like you have to buy the property. Number one, as long as you have a contingent in your contract, which every buyers, I don't care if you buy the property on market or off market, going through a real estate agent or not, there's always a contingent for the buyer, an inspection contingent, which means in that time frame, you know, you get to do your research. You get to go and look at your property. And for us as a wholesaler, that's the time where we send out our buyer. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, if you don't want to move forward to buy the property, you can just cancel the contract back out. I'm not giving you any legal advice here, right? Check with your attorney. But as far as I'm sharing with you my experience, if if the number don't work, you just call back, cancel. The seller can't sue you. They cannot pressure you to buy the property because it's already in the contract that you have an inspection contingent. Once again, all realtor. Real estate agents know this. List market, list property, non-off market, doesn't matter. As a buyer, right. you have a, a contingent. Unless you want to waive the inspection contingent, then which means you're going to buy it sight unseen, okay? So if you have earnest money tied up within that inspection, you can't find a buyer, you can back out, get your money back back out, and move on to the next deal. But once mm-hmm. again, not giving you any legal advice. Right. Um, exactly. So Efron, dude, that's – bro, so how long – so how long did it? So you started in February. When did you get your first deal, dude? Uh, that one closed 
it closed in March, around March something. So I would say it took about three, three and a half weeks to close from the Damn, time that I put okay. it under contract to like to the time uh it ended up closing. It actually wasn't my first deal that I had on the contract. The first deal that I had on the contract, I found that one on Facebook Marketplace. It was a lot, it was a huge lot, one acre. I'm like, oh my god, I can get this on the contract and probably wholesale it. And the numbers make sense. I'm like, oh crap, I'm gonna make 50, 70, or 100 grand of this. But yeah. it was a very industrial area, and I had a multiple that I sent it to you. That I sent it to, they looked at it like the area won't work, and because sure. of that, they didn't they didn't end up buying it. So I ended up losing that one. And one thing that you did mention is definitely make sure that you talk to the seller, but let mm. them know that you're gonna probably renegotiate if the numbers don't make sense. Yep. And one thing that I made sure I put 30 days inspection there for myself, so I could save yep. myself just in in any case because the thing is at the end of the day if that property doesn't i don't find a buyer what's the worst that can happen i can either just cancel the contract and i'll be yep. totally fine with that but at least i gave it a shot at least i tried it love it love it man so once again you guys build rapport with the seller be upfront if you if you know that you're going to put it under contract at a high price just be upfront with the seller all right because reputation is everything you don't want to be you don't want to go around town and put all property under contract after mm -hmm. you watch this video all right. I'm just telling you guys, for those of you who wants to get your feet wet to get over that hump, you just need to understand that this is something you can do. And then now you have inventory you can send out to the buyer and then you can do it that way. Okay. But reputation is everything. You don't want to do that on every property. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Ephraim, man, bro, how can people, how, how can people connect with you and then do deal with you or anything like that, man? You can shoot me a message on Instagram. It's at I am Ephraim. I A M E F F A N, or that's the best way to, to find me. Because if I give you my full name to look me up on Facebook, it's gonna be yeah. you know very difficult for you to find me. But it's totally possible. A lot of people won't believe it. Yes, so show me the money. Ten thousand, uh, right here. There we go. Ten thousand. You haven't even cashed it yet, dude. I so here's the thing. The title company actually made a mistake, so they wrote the company name wrong. Oh. They sent me the check. They told me just void it, and we'll give you a direct deposit. So right. I fakely wrote void on it with photoshop yep. send yep. them a picture and then they give me the direct deposit and yep. the second one i don't have it because i already cashed it but here's the copy the second one yeah i want to see it Thirty-four thousand dollars. holy sh wait thirty-four thousand on a second <laughs> deal yeah 34 that, that that was the most interesting one this one was thirty-four thousand. okay so okay so i know that we don't have time for this bro shit so the thirty-four thousand deal um dude like where do you find that deal that one, uh, that was very quick. I'm going to run you through it very quickly. I read on a Facebook, someone was asking, how do I get my first deal? In the comments, yep. someone said, pull a list of properties that are on pre-foreclosure and yep. go door knock them. I pulled the list. I was bored. I went door knocking. The first door I door knocked on, boom, put it on their contract. The initial assignment was going to be 12500 yep. But then I went back again and renegotiated and took it up to 34000 Boom! I'm telling. Yeah. Okay, man, Efron is dropping bomb because I'm telling you guys, the renegotiating. Man, I've made way more money renegotiating than the initial when I put on the contract. Holy right. cow! Holy Most cow, dude! There's a video that I watched about a guy that said he used to work for Grant Cardone. Yep. And this is what he learned from him. I only remember one thing from that video, and he said. He puts the properties on their contract, those big multifamily, and yep. then he negotiates. Because how are you going to negotiate something if you don't have it on their contract? Mm. So I make sure that I still have some money that I'm going to make, but I make sure that I'm able to renegotiate then after because then I went back to the summer. Hey, this needs way more work than we expected. There's this, there's that. 
put in a little bit of a discount and also make sure that you're solving a problem. The reason why I was able to increase it is because I asked her, what do you need? How much you need to walk away with and why? She said, I need to buy a lot in Florida in another area outside of Tampa. And I want to buy a couple of trailer homes. I went, I looked for lots. I'm like, hey, here's three lots. They're $20,000, $30,000. Here's a list of people that I talked to. I talked to like 30 people that are selling their trailer homes or their RVs, sorry. And you can get those from like five dollars to $10,000. So you'll get three easily. So you'll be able to do what you want to do and still keep $50,000. Can we get $20,000 extra uh, discount? She's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> love it, dude. Man, I, I love it, bro. Okay, so Efron, let's wrap it up, man. Ha I like, uh, what are some tips, advice that you want to give for those that are, you know, obviously new into the game, trying to get their first deal or maybe their second one, et cetera, dude? You already have all the information that you need. Just take action. If you're watching this video, we literally just told you exactly what you need to do. <laughs> Find the property, put it under contract, and assign it to a buyer. It's pretty simple. And make sure you have, you know, an inspection period for 30 days. And if you are able to hire someone to make the cold calls, hire someone to make the cold calls. And if you want to get your first deal within the next week, literally pull a list of pre-foreclosures and go door knock them. The reason why it works with that list is because most of them don't pick up the phone because they have the bank calling them. This is literally the first door that knocked on and i made thirty-four thousand dollars from it boom a lot of you are you know you you're going at this and let me tell you again just one good deal 34 g's 34 g's boom it will change your life your bank account for sure it will change everything around and i promise you your confidence will skyrocket and bro the rest will be history Efron, oh. i want to say thank you so much bro for taking time to jump on to do this with me man once again dude Efron, how can people uh connect with you man just shoot me a message on Instagram. It's at I-M-F-N, I-A-M-E-F-F-A-N. Fantastic, bro. Thank you so much, man. Take care, dude. Thank you. Yep, thank you so much, dude. All right, you guys. So for those of you, listen, that are watching this, um, you know, listen, we, we already gave you all the information that you need, right, for you to go out there, do your first deal. All right, nothing work if you don't. But I know some of you might be just like me when I first started. It took me six months to get my first deal. I knew that I need a mentor, someone that can take me by my hand, that I can ask questions, get help, get guidance, get support, that give me the tools, everything that I needed to, to really get rocking and rolling. Um, so if that's you, if you need more of a coaching, a mentorship, all right, that tells you exactly what you need to do specifically. And if you you want someone that you like, hey, you know what? I ran into this. How can I figure this out? Boom. Right, we'll give you 24-7 support, guidance, and everything that you need to actually get that first deal. Or maybe for those of you who have done a couple of deals, but you're like, hey, Kong, I'm stuck, dude. I want to grow and scale my business. I want to have a team of VA. I want to put system and a team in place. So that way I'm not working in my business. I'm tired of being that one man, one woman show. Um, dude, I have I built uh, a team of seven VAs that does my whole my whole run my whole entire wholesaling operations. We do about eight deals a month. Um, I'm cranking out about 150 thousand or so a month just on wholesaling. I work one hour a day on my wholesaling business. I got VAs that cold call, filter the leads, put property in a contract, sell the deal, like everything. So if you want to copy and duplicate, like have the same system as I am. So that way you can obviously buy back your time and actually go do the things that you love and enjoy. For me, I love creating content. I love teaching, right? So if that's something that you're interested in, um, if you want to get uh, get on my uh, WTM Wholesale to Million Academy, just go coachwithkong.com. Go coachwithkong.com. Book a call with one of my team. We'll jump on the phone with you. We'll give you some guidance and then um, 
We'll let you know exactly how we can help you out and, and help take your life, your game, your bank account to a whole nother level. Um, if you enjoyed this uh, video, be sure to show your boy King Kong some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up. I hope it add a lot of value to you. And if it does, drop me a comment down below. If you're new to the channel, be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. But uh, listen, once again, dreams don't work unless you do. Nothing work if you don't, my friend. Until next time, take care and ciao.